1: To snark monkey special edition. Snark boys for life. I don't know. I try and come up with a uh, bad, bad, snark? Uh, uh, bad, bad snark? snark. Bad snark. Bad snark. I like that. For bad snark. Yeah, bad snark for life. Bad snark for life. I like snark that. Bad snark.
2: Bad snark. What you gonna do? What, what you gonna, gonna do, do when they come for you? Bad Snark, Bad Snark. snark. <laughs> what
1: well, they gonna? to tum- we, tum- 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 t- t- t-
3: t- we have a
1: uh, small group of snarkers today who have seen in theaters this weekend, <laughs> opening weekend, Bad Boys for Life. Woo! Yep. Um, and we'll start to my left. It's Chris the McGann McGann. Oh, hello. Who couldn't have been more excited. This so is one excited. of his most anticipated films of 2020, if you listen to that edition last Last weekend on and the I Snark did. Monkey. Uh, it was his number one on the list. <laughs> Jason E. Kelly is back. JK is here. What is cracking? And would you please introduce Intr- our first time ever Snarker in the room? <laughs> I'd like
2: to introduce all you Snark Monkeys to my beautiful wife, Tio Besta Ashanafi. Hello
3: hello. hello, hello. Thanks Tio. for having me.
1: <laughs> so much has been said about Tio, so much has been heard about Tio, so much has been. <laughs> Thought about Tio, mm-hmm. and now we get her in the room. Got her on the mic. Live. And by the way, by the way, not a bad movie to have a female perspective on, which is yes. kind of what I was hoping for. Because when I heard you guys were both going to go see it together, I thought, well, I'd love to hear Tio rip mm-hmm. it apart. Turns out there are some interesting, strong female roles in this, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to hear it from you. And I will add this just as a little background, and I'll just start because I'm the host of this damn thing. Um, I my wife. Uh, actually went ahead and saw it with me and it's not a movie she would have ever chosen to see ever ever okay i'm not even sure i would have chosen to see this movie i don't have the investment anywhere near what mcgann does i don't think i have the same interest level that you do jk Mm -hmm. um i can tell you i saw the first one because why wouldn't you see will smith and martin lawrence in bad boys Right. right i don't if i saw the second one I remember nothing about it. Uh, my memory is that it got such poor reviews from the beginning that I kind of went maybe maybe I saw it on cable at some point. You probably saw it on a cable I,
2: TBS, which is crazy because I like the second one better okay. than the first too. one. I enjoyed the really? second. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I mean, right.
3: I'm a fan of the whole. The
2: All whole, right, the yeah. whole trilogy is Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty
3: awesome. I will the tell first you, it's
4: rough to go back and watch because I just did it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that's Michael Bay's
2: first feature, first yeah. feature like, film, like, and it shows Martin. Was the star, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah will was not the yeah, guy isn't that at the interesting time. yeah, yeah. yeah
1: right. I will tell you that from my perspective today, having literally just seen this thing, um, I think it's a better movie than either one of those yeah. two it is it is, it is I agree. a, it is a mm-hmm. more enjoyable film it's a great and, story. Yeah. uh, and I think it the asset is it doesn't have. The over-the-top heavy hand of Michael Bay Right. It it, influencing maybe, and the palette is the same, mm-hmm. and it's got that uh, you know Bruckheimer, you know, you know, push it to the limit thing. Right. But it is handled so deftly mm, right. by mm-hmm. these two directors, who I know nothing, nothing about. Yeah. And what yeah. you
2: didn't have this time, which I loved, was the shot. That Michael Bay always does. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. For for those of you who are listening to this, which is all of you because it's an audio medium. Hopefully, Jason Kelly just circled around in front of the microphone in a way that was, you know. And by the way, they kind of did, but it wasn't. They did that.
2: Rise up and. But they did and yeah. pose. But I don't yeah. remember them doing the full circle I think, around. I think that's the, the thing. Out.
1: I think this thing was no, so uh, not in your face yeah. as much as as Michael Bay movies tend to mm-hmm. be. And that just th- because that stuff always took me out of it. Uh McGann, you're uh the kid in the yep. candy store. This was so uh, as we learned last episode. Yeah. This was part of your adolescence. Yeah. This movie had a deep impact. On, it, it, I don't know. <laughs>
4: it did. It really. It really changed the way I saw law enforcement. I will say, going back, I I, I will say uh, that I, I had forgotten it was set in Miami because when you live in the middle of the country, you just assume everything's in L.A. Uh, so in my memory, it was like an L.A. movie. Hmm. Um, and you were back,
1: telling us you went back and watched. When, you oh, yeah, and your I wife. went
4: back and watched the first yeah. first two back to back for continuity into this. sake, just, <laughs> continuity, and just to make sure I was prepared for any of the jokes, like you right. know, or like any of the cameos, like Reggie Show. Up was such um, a such a delight. That, such was, a s- delight. that was, was the, the f- such a best delight.
3: part of the movie. Yeah, for Yeah, and
4: honestly, I was watching him, and I couldn't decide if he was a great actor who managed to uh, capture every beat of what he did the first time we met him, or if he was a very bad actor. And they're like, no, no, no. <laughs> You do these three lines exactly the same way, and he's like, "I think this is the only way I know how to do things," and he <laughs> just like did it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it was it was such a it was a great specific surprise, specific and yeah. great surprise that I was yeah. I was.
1: And delighted. it took me a while to recognize the fact that oh yeah, that guy yeah. was in the first one, yep. and so, uh, yeah. as a much younger yeah. younger as a much fellow. younger version of well, himself. look, we're talking about uh, a franchise, if you can call it that. I mean, it's been so spread out. Even between one and two, mm-hmm. it was like six seven? six, seven six or seven years seven years. Yeah. yeah. And it has been 15 since the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Tio, and, you know, we'll get I, I just have to say the the chemistry between these two was, yeah, I mean, they it are exactly talking the about it. Yeah. They are talking about it like it was always there, but that's what you say when you're promoting a movie.
3: But, oh, my gosh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like these guys are, have been hanging out every year yeah. since, it's, since it was going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Were you digging on that?
3: Oh, I loved it. I mean, I think their chemistry was exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Nothing shifted. Yeah. Um, they Both of them did a phenomenal job in bringing back their respective uh, roles and, and relationship and the dynamic between the two. Um, going back to the Reggie scene, though, it, that was my favorite part <laughs> in the whole movie. I have to say that. <laughs> I, How is that I your was your favorite part of the I whole movie. I was so excited to see Reggie again because of the the joke behind it yeah. in yeah. the first one. And it that was, was the biggest was joke epic. of the yeah.
2: that episode of that episode of the films yeah. that was actually the biggest. That joke was the
3: biggest joke.
1: Of yeah. of remind everybody what that was. So when when I say that. Remind me, because uh, I don't so remember. McGann, was in the first one or the second
4: one? I think it's the second it's, one. I'm pretty I, sure it's the, second, it the one. second one. I think it was. I, because yeah. it
1: is about Martin protecting his daughter. His daughter, yeah. So, but Will Smith comes in hard. Yeah. hard. So it's hard. Martin okay. protecting his daughter. Oh, com- okay, I think I might yeah, have seen yeah. the second Reggie's, one.
2: <laughs> Reggie knocks on the door, and Will's at the house, and oh Mike Lowry's at the house. Mike and, Lowry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's this young boy's coming to take Martin's daughter out for on a date. Right, and right. Mike Lowry's like, what? Hell no. And so they do a scene. And they We start on the back of Reggie's head and they open the door and Mike and... Martin and Marcus, Will, Marcus and, Mike. Go, Marcus and, Marcus Mike, and Mike, yeah. Mike, go in on this young 16-year-old yeah, yeah, yeah. kid.
4: Yeah.
3: B- I'm, and
1: ripping Will's him to pieces. Like, yeah, it's you, like an interrogation. Yes. Yeah, it's interrogation, but it's like yes. jail. With guns jail, out. Guns With, out. Right, but right. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Will like just got
4: out, the, got out the clank. Just got out the clank. Yeah. Holding yeah. the gun in his you face. He's like, I'm going to shoot you.
2: No, this, you know, and you want <laughs> fuck, and all this, Just going off on him. Yeah. The kid's... I don't think this actor knew they were going to do that. Oh, because when they reverse it and they show his face, you could tell he's actually really scared, and I think he got a
1: different script. <laughs> yeah,
2: and that whole scene I heard was improvised.
1: Uh, that that kind of makes sense to me. I believe it. How'd you uh, feel about Bad Boys for Life, J.K.? I
2: absolutely loved the story. It took a long. It took a minute for it to kind of get going and mm-hmm. get out of the. The speeches about how much we love each other and appreciate each other and all the old guy jokes. Because, like, I've seen that through Lethal Weapon 4. Yeah. You know, we've been through that journey. Um, And I guess now, because I'm in the same age range as those guys are, I don't feel whatever 50 is supposed to feel like. I don't feel that energy. Right, right. Um, But once they got past that and started telling the story and started getting into the minutiae and the details of the plot points. I was riveted. I was leaning in. I could not stop. I was paying attention to the sound. I was paying attention to the cinematics. Yeah. I was paying attention to the way they shot it. Um, I was really grateful that Michael Bay only made... Are we at spoilers yet?
1: Oh, you know what? This is going to be a spoiler okay. episode. There's, it's was impossible to tell I grateful
2: about. to see Michael Bay included mm-hmm. but yeah. not behind the camera
1: yep um he played he, he has a cameo yeah. as a as quick as little cameo. an intro a DJ yeah, essentially absolutely <laughs> at the wedding and what I also, also noticed though it.
2: was and I don't know if y'all picked up on it was um it seemed like Martin was working a little bit yeah it seems like he was a little bit kind of rusty and getting his chops back mm-hmm. and, and it, it kicked in in the latter act where yeah. he finally kind of showed up and in the first act I was going what is he doing? Like, yeah, yeah. I, 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 he he looks like he's a, just a little rusty.
1: It feels a little. I I felt like his. There were some scenes, especially in more dramatic scenes, where he was a little labored. And and when he's just kind of bantering with Will, that mm-hmm. seems real natural. Mm-hmm. But I I agree. I think there. But I I don't know that I've ever looked at Martin Lawrence and gone, no. what a great actor I mean, Martin right, Lawrence is. Right. right. No, but he
3: did he, the I best. Mean,
1: but you're right. I think uh, he once he got it in the rhythm of it, who knows how what kind of continuity they shot this thing yeah. in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you got to give him a little bit of a pass because what have we seen him yeah. in? No, I mean, that was his best in dramatic work I've ever seen him right. in. Right, yeah. right.
2: The young kid that's playing the nemesis oh he
4: was great oh, he's he gonna have phenomenal. a huge career
2: he's gonna be phenomenal well phenomenal. bad boys four for yeah. sure for, for sure, sure. <laughs> it's coming back yeah, yeah. completely <laughs> loved that yeah.
4: um latina Carrion moss was great yeah and then the know, woman her. that played paolo. his mom she
1: oh, was she was
3: uh, she scary was as heck great. i loved her. fire and loved i
1: spent her. a lot of time uh is it uh paolo nunez yes. mm-hmm. um i spent a lot of time going where was she in previous, but she wasn't. She was. She was not. That was a created yeah. relationship. Yeah, that was a new storyline. Yeah. But man, she was fun to Fantastic. watch. Man, Fantastic. We'll, we'll talk about those characters in a little bit. Let's go over real quick the story and, and, and kind of back to what you said, Jason. I have to say that I was, I was expecting the older guy jokes. Mm-hmm. I was expecting maybe the camaraderie and the chemistry to be a little forced mm-hmm. i actually found the way i, I was expecting the minivan joke mm-hmm. uh just kind of knew those were <laughs> yeah. coming yeah. i have to say they handled those almost as if we know the audience is expecting them mm-hmm. so let's drop them in but give them something extra yeah, yeah. I, I do yeah. feel like they handled it like in particular i thought one of the most affecting scenes, just from a, a comedy standpoint, was the the uh, cross cutting between uh, Will getting ready for work oh, and yeah, Martin getting ready boy. for retirement. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was Hilarious. a great montage yeah. sequence, yeah. and yeah. I, I I was LOL yep. in that in the middle. That was of that. Great. <laughs> I mean, I think we all expected that, and and and. Maybe they maybe they overplayed it just a touch because you, but I didn't feel like th- that was the impetus for the whole thing. It was about family, sure. mm-hmm. which I I have I took a little issue with the story at the beginning because I was kind of spending most of the time going, uh, why do we have to make it about a personal thing about Mike when I right. would just rather see a good like cop plot. Right. But as it went along, I kind of turned the corner on yeah. it because mm-hmm. it, it the mythology of Mike Lowry. Yeah. It had yeah. a deeper resonance than yeah. I expected. Yeah. It did. Uh what were some other things that that struck you McGann?
4: There were a lot of things that yes. struck me. Um the the motorcycle chase on the highway I thought was was Fantastic. great. That was that was a clap out loud moment for most of the theater when I saw it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um the uh, was it Bible Bad Boys for Life?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, Bi- yeah. Bad boys
4: of yeah. the Bible? Was a, <laughs> was a nice jump? It yeah. was a great jump. I actually I was a little surprised by the l- mid mid to late game nemesis reveal. I uh yeah. Uh, of the of the like specifics of of their relationship, that, okay. that was, I was like I was like all right, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, um, I also really appreciated that they called Ammo the High School Musical of cops with Vanessa Hudgens being being right in there. Um, <laughs> you know, there was there was a lot of very common things that you see in in movies, but they they took them and and like handled them really masterfully. And mm-hmm. so many of the like old guy. Uh, running slow, being family jokes have been set up since the first Bad Boys that they didn't feel out of place or forced or like um, like really, like it was like, yes, 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 you're old because Martin Lawrence has always been like It'll, the butt of why yeah, are you yeah. why are you driving so slow why right. you moving so slow right. yeah that's how you drive that's how you shoot kind of kind of jokes in the odd couple aspect
1: of that whole relationship yeah. he's always been the little more of the fuddy duddy and not the right you know and they had to kind of win him over to keep him on the case that sort of thing so right. that relationship was always yeah, there
2: always there um, I, th- I I really enjoyed the mo team oh, I knew yeah. they was, I knew that they were going to be high tech I knew that they were going to be cutting edge um, it was fun to see them hold their space with these guys mm-hmm. right. Because Will's a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. No matter what, if you've ever met him, you've ever been around him, you've ever seen him, what you see is what you get. And when you're next to him, you go, oh, you're kind of a regular guy until he flips a switch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that energy, he is the black hole in the room. He sucks all the energy into the room. Right, right. And only people that get it are the ones that go get it. And what? they ammo team held their own across the board. Yeah. And I absolutely loved that because that's hard to do for really young actors that don't have the level of experience that he's
1: getting. Yeah, that was well cast. And it was also well executed because I, I was also afraid they were going to fall into that trope, which we've seen a million times, which is, OK, here's the older guys. They've got their outdated methods. They are even saying, you know, you know, the old school version of being a cop. So I thought it was going to be this super high techy. You know, look at us solving all the problems quicker. And there's just a tiny bit of that. But they went very quickly into collaboration mm-hmm. and recognition yeah. of knowing each other all the way through the end. I mean, even though we needed to center on these two guys because they are clearly going to be the focus of this um, the, the guys coming in to save the day, or enhancing, or or being a part of the team, mm-hmm. it never felt overplayed. It never felt in the way they I felt agree. like they were doing their job mm-hmm. properly. Mm-hmm. And he's recognizing where it could be an asset, and I, I and mean, they recognized
2: where it was time for them to step up, right, and actually get physical yeah. and 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 um, uh, exert some violence um, on the scene. And that was the part that I really appreciated is that. Each, you know, there's always the big battle between Gen X and millennials. Millennials of, we this is the way we used to do it. Millennials going, well, this is better, and there's always this rift. But we are also that this bridge generate these two bridge generations, and to me, they exemplified the bridge in the way they ended up solving the problems Mm -hmm. and the way each one was willing to use the other's way of doing something. To get the job done, no. Will shooting that rubber bullet and popping old boy on the forehead, yeah. and he going and he looking at the gun like, "Oh, this is great." Yeah. <laughs> when yeah, when yeah, before yeah. he didn't like it. it, was beautiful. Right? Oh, the 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 blonde dude. The big dude jumping up and finally fighting, um, seeing Vanessa Hudgens pull some great looking stunts. Oh, great stunts! Oh, yeah. That slide across the floor yep, and she, yep. I went, "Oh, yeah. look at Vigo! She yeah. <laughs> She's shooting motherfuckers up here. Yeah. Okay, That is great. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> oh, I loved it." So Man, it was great. Yeah.
1: they managed to to incorporate all the tropes and uh, kind of the expectations of what you thought was going to happen in mm-hmm. this, and then sidestep the standard. That's Ratchet. what I was
3: going to say. Is I think they did a really good job with balancing. Every aspect of the movie from Mm -hmm. the old guy jokes to a really strong um, storyline that's new that you weren't really expecting to then transitioning between the fight scenes and, um, you know, the blow up scenes and then the scenes that are just needed to be there, the heartfelt scenes mm. uh, to uh, the new guys versus the old guys joke, you know, right. in terms of how fluid the movie was. I think they just did a really good job across the board.
1: Give me an idea of what you feel about the female characters. There are at least two major ones here, yeah. and uh, I would say in the past, I mean, weigh in on this real quick, Megan. Yes, is it, the it, Vanessa Hudgens
4: in the room. I'm, I'm ready to uh, generally <laughs> okay, weigh actually, in on female characters. Okay,
1: okay. let's <laughs> say three 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 female characters. No, but you watched the first two. I did. And my impression, if I remember correctly, especially in one, is that maybe female characters were not well-grounded, yeah, yeah. and they were usually used <laughs> as window dressing. I, and I don't right. even know why Taylor Leone was in the first one, Yeah, yeah. Like, She was in the first one? Yeah,
2: she was the third lead. Mike
4: was like friends with this call girl sex worker and it was like her like college roommate was in town visiting and she was an out of work photographer and she's on the poster it's weird it's like but we barely remember her she just got done doing Deep Impact yep Yep. that's Mm -hmm.
1: true
2: she was the the bigger of but, yeah she
4: didn't she didn't really do much so anything, what
1: was so. how was your feeling here in terms of the characters that they did portray because we've got uh, we've got the uh, bad guy is a bad girl yeah. we've got uh, kind of the uh, somewhat of an in- internal nemesis from the standpoint of uh, we need to do it our way and that's uh, again yeah. Paolo núñez who yeah. I'm not super familiar with mm-hmm. I had to look her up she's I, actually an actress and director mm-hmm. from Mexico oh wow oh, me. um, so she's, she's got an fantastic. interesting background she was, she Gosh, was great. So good. Good. <laughs> Yeah. And, and Vanessa Hudgens, who kind of shows a little action chops, mm-hmm. did uh, were they rep- well represented from your perspective?
3: I think so. I think they they represented each of them in their own powerful ways. You know, so it felt like when they came into the scene, you felt their power. You know, and it was a really good balance. Again, going back to the whole balance theme is is when you see both Martin Lawrence and Will Smith on the scene, and then you see these women leads that are also in the scene. It, it doesn't favor one verse. Is the other so you felt their presence? You felt the her like the um, the bad guys mom's energy of it. It was rage and it was um, a little scary and fearful. And you're yeah. like, oh, okay, this woman's a little psychotic, but okay, good, go, for, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a
1: scorned, man. Yeah. She was. Out for blood. I, I, yeah. I Out felt like that blood. was de- dicey territory, and yeah. how and how they were going to make her so bad, what her motivation was, but they but they gave her these interesting layers. One that she's a witch. So I, yeah, I was I was great. Was, I was hoping how are you there wouldn't fuck be a witch without a. With con? a
3: con? Yeah, that was the best. <laughs> <laughs> wrap that
2: Died. shit. Died. so good. And even
3: the when in the very beginning, because I didn't understand what was going on when they were in the jail. Oh scene, yeah, me neither. And I was like, why is she rocking back and? forth? forth is is this gonna be like one of those od scenes again right that's what i thought would happen and then all of a sudden she pulls a knife out of her hair and i was like oh yeah oh this woman is no joke
2: with that blade yeah i was like she is no
1: joke she was doing some uh uh, hannibal Lecter shit uh, yeah and she was enjoying that yes i was like oh again they took kind of the trope of like like
4: you know, this this two, these two jilted female lovers kind of set up in the background oh, true, of yeah. in a lot of movies. Right. With with Paola Nunes and, and the, the, the bad guy, they both were ex-lovers of Mike Lowry. Um, my Lowry, And uh, uh, and, you know, they, they got into direct confrontation, but it, they did it in such a fun, like non traditional way that it didn't feel like they were actually fighting over him. They were really just like both there to like stake their claim in the world. Right. Which was which was fantastic. They were fighting
1: over the principle. Right. Yeah. Not the person. Right.
2: Which was really
1: good. I'd say all the way around and again, we I think we've all said it. There are so many things here that are so familiar and also could have been so rote Mm -hmm. and could have suffered from sequelitis times three yeah. whatever which i i generally star wars <laughs> generally bad boys <laughs> 2 was considered that michael bay trying to top himself and especially with you know over the top action and that sort of thing that everything about this movie was kind of finely balanced yeah. as you sure. said to you because um it could have at any point gone off there and i'm not saying that every joke worked and every little piece of banter worked. But it was really a funny movie. I mean, yeah. that's the thing that elevates this above some of these other big action films, it, it, franchises especially, is that you kind of have to buy into these guys being buddies and being at each other and kneeling each other, and also these b- big personas in in Martin Lawrence and, and especially Will Smith now. And they were so much fun to watch and mm-hmm. listen to, and yeah. they really elicited genuine laughter Doing the bickering thing that we've seen them do so much now.
4: Yeah, yeah. and I mean, again, it's not it's not new, right? It's, it's not, like no, J.K. It brought it's not it up; it's, it's, lethal, weapon, yeah. it's lethal weapon. It's lethal weapon. We've seen in, that. in a lot of ways, but it's done in such a great way. And like I, I said, this is a joke earlier, but I thought it during the movie that this is a movie about legacy. It's a movie about growing older with with grace in a lot of ways, and like where you want to leave your mark on the world versus like you're continuing to chase your own glory and own tale. Mm-hmm. And that to me felt like what. The first Star Wars, the uh, Force Awakens, was trying sure. to get to, mm-hmm. right, and they did it. They did so much fan service there that they lost the story, especially right. as they got into Last Jedi. That I, I really was like, God, this is this is what Star Wars was trying to deal with with legacy, right? But Martin Lawrence and and will smith just knocked it out of the park yeah. in one movie. I mean, well, I don't yeah.
1: I don't think they're walking in with as much baggage That's as, true. as no. Star no. No. Wars no. will. but I think there's an expectation and and if for somebody like me who had like zero investment in going to see this movie other <laughs> sure. than I wanted to be able to talk about it with yeah. you guys. Right. I was actually going to do a bit where I was like I I, uh, I I said I was going to go see it, but I snuck into Little Women instead. So we can compare Bad Boys for Life to Little Women <laughs> if you want to make that the episode. Uh, but uh, and maybe because I didn't have the best expectations necessarily, but I will tell you that Michael Bay movies just always left me cold, and and I stopped going to see him. I I, I think I I saw two Transformers. That's all you need to um, see. I I
2: he was the perfect person for Transformers one to to launch that Mm -hmm. franchise. Yeah, I guess
1: so. Uh, But
2: where he's strong on car chases and explosions and shootout scenes, he's really thin on emotional connectivity mm -hmm. and relationship. And you have to have both. You have to have all of those elements, especially when you have this much investment made in these two characters. And, you know, where where Martin has kind of slowed down his craft will never really stopped. He took a break during his forties, but he still was making films. Yeah. And one of the, th- they've done a lot of promos for this. And a one of, of the promos, things yeah. that was really great to see is you, I think we're seeing will getting ready to step into like, obviously the next phase of his career, Right. but he's a consummate filmmaker. He's extremely particular about what it is that he does. And he specifically said in an interview they waited that he. Um, I should do an impression of him, but I'm not going to. Oh well, um, no,
1: you can't no, tease no, it and not do it.
2: Um, but he said, oh. "Cause I might mess it up, and then if I mess it up, then um, anyhow, we can edit it out." Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> so uh, what it was was um, is that uh, <clears throat> uh, Larry. Yeah. Uh, what it was is I wanted to make sure that uh, that. There was enough time between the films, uh, that I actually had a story that was soup to nuts that I could tell, uh, for Bad Boys 4. I didn't want to do, um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to do a cash grab because, you know, it's what I've done sometimes in the past with some of my films. It just didn't play out the way I wanted them to. And so I said this time, no, uh, no, I'm Will Smith and, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and, and and do it right.
1: Damn, that's a lot to cut out, Chris. <laughs> uh, it was my fault. You know that it was fault. very good. And let's it hear wasn't it for that Jason <laughs> Kelly. It was not that it was good. Solid. That's it's Jason not that good. E. Kelly. It's not that
4: good. As Will Smith. Not that good. It's um, substantially better than any Will Smith impression I could have done. Would give
2: it's like you. a cross. between. But you know,
3: he did admit that in in the me- in some of the um in interviews he was doing that he was he said you know. In the past, I've told you guys that you will love some of the movies that I've done knowing that you wouldn't love them, but we put a lot of time and attention and intention into this, whether from the storyline perspective, but wholeheartedly the whole movie. You will genuinely love this movie. As we
1: talk right now, it has been raking in the dough at the box office. But see, here's what I thought. Here's
2: what I think is beautiful. And I think any filmmaker in the game that is dealing with tent poles that have existed for an extended period of time, the future lies in the future story lies in the past. Mm -hmm. If you're going to go and tell one of these stories today, you better find a seed of an idea that existed or exists in the previous films and go what is this and what is this now about and start fleshing it out yeah. and then you end up with another film that adds richness to the other films that already exist yeah. versus harvesting those films to go and try and make fruit out of dead out of fruit that's already been eaten yeah. go back and find a seed and grow something from that in doing that with this film They created a whole new life for the franchise where I'm envisioning Will coming back with his son and Ammo and working together on some big case. And that will be his sign off as a member of the Bad Boys for Life pack. And then Ammo and his kid, they'll go off and do two or three more films Mm -hmm. and they'll all be interesting. We'll be, we'll be right there watching and completely enthralled Mm -hmm. and it'll be a perfect handoff. And we'll see the salute from the old to the new and it'll be done around some uh, around a story, around a storyline and a plot that makes sense. It has teeth. You have somebody that can carry it and team and a team that can carry it. And you don't feel like the first three were robbed or stolen from Mm -hmm. or, 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Degraded anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
4: Although I think in the sixth one, they're going to bring back the dead (laughs) mom... And she's going to be a representative of all Mexican uh, drug lord cartels, uh, <laughs> yeah. and then she's going to have to fight like the granddaughter yes. of of uh, Martin Lawrence. <laughs> yes. uh, and I think that because Actually, they're like a dyad, she'll
1: go toe to toe with Gabrielle Union's character.
2: <laughs> oh
3: no! Oh, it would be oh. nice to see Gabby right. Union come yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, no. I
4: was, I was wondering if she
1: would, if she'd make an appearance <laughs> yeah. in this at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, not at all. Well, clearly they uh, agree with you, J.K. Because I think all it took was like. Thursday night box office yeah, before cool. they announced that Bad Boys 4 is in, is has been greenlit, essentially. Oh, greenlit. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they clearly set it up to be in the movie, sure. but yeah. by chance, I guess they probably had an out if it just outright bombed. But the word of mouth on it's really good. Yeah. Critics are being very kind to it. All the things we talked about in here are being responded to because, and I think these directors deserve... A really big shout, yeah, yeah. Big I shout think, out. I think
3: you know one of the things that I loved about it is is the point that Jason just made about the it, it was the evolution story of Mike Lowry. Yep, how he got created and how this woman gave him the swag, mm-hmm. taught him the walk, showed him. The attire um, and how to bring sexy into it. Yeah, you know? like a
1: drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. and it wasn't and like it was, it was a full on origin story. We didn't need to no, see wasn't a full the whole origin thing. story. It. But it, it, now it was we
3: understood, su- and
1: it was such a surprise.
3: Y- it I mean, was a complete surprise. I mean, just to, yeah.
1: to, to and now he has to kind of reckon with that. Is like, yeah. oh, that's that's kind of what made me who I am, in and this, how does that affect moving forward? Do in, I hold in, on to this that?
2: Really great way. It's Will winking at himself, yeah. mm-hmm. coming sure. off sure. of Fresh Prince, mm-hmm. where he was doubted. The industry wasn't checking uh, for him. He was that. kind of corny. He mm-hmm. was he was who he was, and he's what I love about him is he's always been who he was. He just got some swag, and so it's him kind of winking at that guy, at that version of himself, right, and giving us this origin story of not only Mike Lowry, but. This is kind of how Will went and right. transitioned from being the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air to box office, you know. Yeah. Will Smith. Will Smith. because yeah. Bad yeah. Boys
4: was, was his first thing after Fresh Prince, wasn't it? Or was, was no, Wild no. West? it was there. his first
2: wow. big blockbuster.
1: Okay. Uh, let me uh, mention these directors oh, again. Oh, yeah, please. Uh, Adil el I'm going to get these wrong. Adil L R B and Bilal Fala. Great. Of course. They're fantastic. Because that's yeah. who they are. Um, and we know or don't know them because why? Because uh, we probably haven't seen a lot of Belgian television or mm-hmm. movies yet. Is that where they're from?
4: Yes. That's and they're, they've been a the awesome. team for a while as I... The, like the little bit I know about them
1: they've been working together but they've, for but, yeah, like but a minute but not that much right. I mean th- but what a, what an interesting choice and again one of the reasons I think this movie is really successful and doesn't just kind of look like the cash grab movie it is is that because it could have been it could have been yes. it, uh, it could have been sorry is that um, but it is get- grabbing a well, well, of well for yeah. some I mean, <laughs> so, there is somebody at an executive level who's going hell yeah we're going to make shitload of
4: money on Mad Boys <laughs> 3 <3." laughs> he's so, like now I'm Mike Lowry or, or, rain. Rain. <laughs> or somebody,
1: it's a cash grab. But to pick these guys out, out of I mean, the only movie that really has kind of gotten released, I think, here in the states, is a film called Black, a Belgian crime film. Mm-hmm. Not familiar with it? Don't know anything about it. What a leap to take on these guys! And by the way, again, one of the things I felt so refreshing about it is that. The action set pieces are great and they mm. were really well done, yeah. but it never felt like they were doing the Michael Bay thing. I'm mm-hmm. sorry to bag on the guy where it was so impossibly implausible over the top yeah. that you just kind of go, well, that was fun to watch. But that's the, very micro right. Some of this yeah. was I mean, it's crazy, but it's kind of grounded in, at yeah. the same time. Well, yeah. well, it's because it's so, so beautifully in- executed. They didn't try to insert the camera. Into
2: the middle of the action where stuff is just bouncing right past you, and Mike's got, to his credit, he pushed the limits on what's possible with shooting stunt Mm -hmm. scenes. Right, Mm -hmm. and some of them has been, some of them have been fantastic. But and that was very while, much of the time. Yeah, completely. Right, but I right, have kind of grown past it. Yeah, it's exhausting. It's hard to watch. Yeah, uh, but they these guys did a they did a fantastic job. And, and it
3: ties to the balance piece again, right? Yes, it's, absolutely. Everything in this movie, I think, goes back to that idea of it's all balanced. There's a. There's enough hot for the cold. There's enough drama for the jokes. Mm-hmm. There's enough old guy versus new guy. You know, um, it, it was just the balance was really good and well executed. Yeah,
1: the script is credited to Chris Brimmer, Peter Craig, and Joe Carnahan, who has yes, been kind of working more in TV lately and mm-hmm. hasn't directed anything major motion picture wise in a while. No, he
2: did a, a movie last year year that's what i meant uh, he did um, a movie last year it was basically like the <laughs> it was basically the uh, a latino version of batman
1: el chicano el chicano yeah because oh, yeah. I,
2: I worked with the his producer or co-director i worked with him on arrow and um I saw that they had made that film, and I was like,
1: yo, this actually looks good. Here's a really fun fact about our buddies, our brand new buddies, Adil and Bilal, who, by the way, I'm really excited to see what else they do. Mm -hmm. They are now tapped to direct Beverly Hills Cop 4.
3: Really? That's a good one. Now, think
1: about what we just talked about with Bad Boys for Life, Yeah. and we're kind of... Trotting similar territory here with uh-huh. an aging cop yeah. action kind of think comedy yeah. thing. Maybe Murphy's yeah. just coming back to it like Martin Lawrence, yep. kind yeah. of but I of did. kind yeah. of feel like he's going to be in good hands because uh, as yeah. long as they're not just repeating themselves, that it, yeah, th- that's it, they're going to have similar issues there because we've got a very specific idea of what Axel mm-hmm. is it was like and and will be like, and I'm curious to see how that goes.
2: No, I think it might work. I mean, look, let's keep it 100. Will's last handful of films have not
1: landed the yeah. way
2: he wanted them to mm-hmm. and And it's that not
1: is, by lack of you
2: no, know, good choices when effort. when you had yeah. the
1: opportunity to do a, 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 like a really groundbreaking, action film with ang lee you go yeah. yeah that should that should be something yeah that should work and it was you know not. you
2: want to make me into an animated pigeon
1: why not <laughs> that should work <laughs> that's right I that's mean, spies, in, spies disguise. in disguise oh that's right in, in theaters just, now
2: sometimes when you're tra- when you're making the transition from 40 something to 50 something and the audience has changed and you're considered um willow Jaden and willow's dad <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. right <laughs> yeah like,
2: do
3: really you, get, you think people consider the, will smith that
2: the people in his son daughter's generation look at him as their dad not will smith oh because they mm. don't know him musically Ouch. They don't really, they don't, (laughs) 20 year olds don't know him. Teenagers, 20 year olds, they don't know him musically. They don't know his, they don't know his films the way we know his films. because.
1: And the nostalgia for the TV show is people who grew up with it. Exactly, exactly.
2: So when you look at it from that point of view, he's making this transition to go, hey, I'm this really dope performer and entertainer across the board. Mm -hmm. And I'm rock solid in my own right. My resume speaks for itself. But I've got the next 20 years that I want to present as Mm -hmm. whatever I'm going, whatever version of myself I'm going to be. I have to, this one's got to work. Like this one has to, I'm not doing any more MIBs. I might do I Am Legend, but this particular (laughs) title. This is my this was the thing that put me on. Yeah, Yeah. we got to make this work. And so they
1: took their time. It says something that he was also as the star who has a lot of power, was willing to give some screen time to this younger group. Mm -hmm. Let them actually have some impact that he doesn't have to best them necessarily, that it is much more of a collaboration. And that says something about the ego of a very big star who could have easily said no. I need to be the smartest guy in the room. Yep. I need to be the hero all the time. Yep. Either me or Lo- or Martin. Yep. And it wasn't. It was he it, was on the breakfast club the other day
2: and he actually alluded to this. He said, "Are you willing to let your ego die so that the real you can live?" Nah. Uh no, absolutely not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we weren't asking my, you, Chris. My, my ego
4: Sorry. is is the real
1: me. I'm I'm pretty sure. I feel pretty it's confident great. about it. <laughs> It's super great. Like, uh, well, Chris, yeah. Chris and I were saying last episode that uh, there is nobody I can think of in major motion pictures who is given more goodwill <laughs> than <Huh>. Will Smith. <laughs> when he has when he does a stinker, when he does something that doesn't live up to expectations, yeah. people are still willing to turn around and go, you know what? I'll still go back and see Will Smith in this next one because i I still kind of know what I'm getting from him. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of any other actor. Maybe Tom Cruise has that to a certain extent. Maybe Liam Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson. <laughs> like, he I he put out a lot of movies. I think he's exhausted his I don't know goodwill.
3: About him,
1: yeah. but, but who who has had a longer career and been more at the top of the mm-hmm. box office and had bigger high profile bombs yeah. than Will Smith? And we're all willing to go. Oof! That was a stinker. What's next, man?
3: Yeah, there aren't that I many. Mean, stu-
1: there aren't that many stars in there. In there aren't that many
2: stars left that were built the way they were built. it's yeah. true. That are out there still doing it. Yeah, that have the opportunity to continue to try and do it mm-hmm. like him or Tom. Like, they well, just it's be- don't but
1: it it's because they have that sort of
3: yeah, charisma
1: right? and that sort of star power. Exactly. Yeah. That's what
3: I was about to say is that they've invested. Into themselves as an artist first, but also as a human being, and I think that's the connection piece that all of us have with these Will Smith, Tom Cruise. Is you see their evolution of their personal lives and their growth within who who he was from Fresh Prince to who he is today, mm-hmm. um, and you you are emotionally invested in him. Yep. -hmm.
1: Yeah. We've actually uh, seen him grow up mature or in some cases, depending on our ages, (laughs) uh, grew up with him. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And that's, you do feel a connection because uh, no matter how good Will Smith is, even in in dramas, he's always kind of going to be Will Smith. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean he's not a good actor, Mm. but when you've got that much charisma, just, personally, it's hard to overlook right. yeah. um, who you're watching. Right. Yeah. And he's managed that the way Tom Hanks has managed that. Yes. Yeah. Um, the way uh, Tom Cruise has managed that. You know, those mm-hmm. those guys don't necessarily... Th- they can only drop themselves into a role so far where you don't find them recognizable. Sure. And that's through no fault of their, their talent or their art. It's just because they are just this indelible yeah, face. They're, the they're,
3: human them yeah, is right. so... It potent. has such a bright light. It's yeah. so potent. Right.
1: But yeah. that's okay because yeah. we feel connected to those people as people and as we're people, willing to take yeah. the journey with them uh, no matter what they do. It's yeah.
2: cachet also. I mean, once you've done a body of work that's broad, that is that broad and over that many years, you've got the cachet to just – you can show up. Yeah. Yep.
3: There was a um, and people
2: will go on the journey with you, right. yeah.
3: yeah, true. There was a on the late night show. Uh, which late night show was it? Where he, um, was it? Jimmy Fallon's Fallon.
2: Fallon, yeah, Tonight Show.
3: On the Tonight Show, where they did um, a bit. With him and Will Smith going back, all the way back to the Fresh Prince. No, pr- they did a rap. They did like rinse. a wrap
2: of all oh, of Will's career.
3: <laughs> his entire career. And it's it's so entertaining and really yeah. well done. And when you head.
1: hear it back like that, you do have to go, holy cow. Yeah, man. He's like yeah, He's man. done a lot. I mean, he, he has... Since
2: 1988?
1: He had hits on the radio. Yeah. Big hits. smash hits. Yep. Yeah. Hits. Yeah. I, I mean, like solid hits yep. that people are going back to now going... You know what? Those are pretty good. And he's talking a lot lately, too, about um, how uh, he was doing rap in in the in the most clean way possible. Yeah. Like uh-huh. he, and, yeah. and it, but basically because it was his grandmother right. who yeah. said, yeah. you know, to show yeah. people how intelligent you are by not having to use those words to say what you need to say. I actually yeah. remember that
4: from, from like, uh, Reb for summertime came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had, he'd like pulled that list out that his grandma was like, these are the words that I don't ever want to hear you say <laughs> on, uh, on any of your records. And yeah. he like, he stuck to them like real hard yeah. and was oh, like, wow. i you know, and there,
2: I didn't I'm know knowing. that. Yeah. I've actually huh. watched it. I've watched, a little clip of a cat make a really legitimate case for Will being one of the top five all-time lyric lyricists Interesting. in oh, rap. Wow. Interesting. And it's because of his ability to tell stories and images yeah. and the fact that you say his name and you can riddle off three, four, five s- f- songs that instantly come to mind mm-hmm. their stories you know the lyrics everybody mm-hmm. knows them and whereas
3: Didn't other
1: just, just having a hook and be able to yeah. yeah he's getting a little more credibility in that world because there are Artists now who are going, you know what? That's how, that's what got me into a, yep. like it or not. Will right. Smith got me into rap. Yeah. Right. yeah. By the way, we should mention also. I, I at least personally, I'd be more than willing to give Martin Lawrence a chance to be in more roles. He could play. Uh, he could play a great dad, and so yeah. I would yeah. see a. I would yeah. see a drama with him. I'd see. I'd like to Martin see him is
3: phenomenal. Right. Big yeah, Mama's house
1: not, for? <laughs> not exactly. No. no, no house not Big Mama's about. house for? No. no not, not going Blue back street. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, yeah, I would watch him. I'd
2: actually I would watch
3: love Menodoro. for his show to come back.
1: I, I hate They're rebooting just about everything. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Modern. Yeah. Um, but you have to do it in a way.
3: Where they redid The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Remember that? Yeah. Did they? A he did a, a trailer.
2: Oh. He did a trailer. Right, right, right. A millennials version of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, boy. So the jokes were gone. Yeah. The jokes, <laughs> it was all turned into a drama. Oh, yeah. wow. And it was brilliant. It was, brilliant. R- it was and, great. And, It got Will's eye, and he was like, yo, develop it. He's working with the guy to help him develop it because it's a great Mm storyline. And I think Martin's got – look, any of these people, any of these actors that have have been doing it for 20, 30 years and have reached a certain echelon of success financially and they're still in the game, still working – these people have the ability to turn that energy on or off see, when they want. I, I agree with you. They I could tell story after story after story in different I'll, in different lane, and you'll be
1: interested. I would love to see Martin Lawrence do something similar to what Ray. Uh, 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 Ray, all I can think of is Brad Ray, Garrett. Ray Romano? Ray Romano. I would love to see Martin Lawrence do <laughs> Sorry, something. <Ray>. Jeez, <laughs> wow. I would love to see Martin Lawrence do something like Ray Romano did with Men of a Certain Age, yes. which mm. was a, a phenomenal show uh-huh. that still allowed him some comic persona, but it, it also pushed him as an actor in a way that I found fascinating. And yes. I I believe Martin Lawrence could do something sure. like that. Oh,
3: good. Delve into something
1: you, a little more personal.
3: Yeah.
4: He wouldn't be a bad. Choice if they ever rebooted Rock to be the dad. Did you guys watch Rock? Yeah, sure. I love that rock. Yeah, was, yeah, he
2: been, he'd have been. had been, been good in that. Yeah, if he
3: I, I was saying that you know you could see he's a little uncomfortable when they're mm-hmm. doing all the media stuff. Um, that for me was such a it blew my mind because I'm like you're Martin Lawrence. Yeah, I need you to know you're Martin Lawrence. <laughs> you know, and so
1: he's he's just uh, he's he's kind of. St- Finding its way back in, it seems like. I think that's
3: what it is. Tentatively, like, should I let myself treading water type thing? What's the
4: last thing he did before this? I mean, it's been. It might have been Big Mama's house,
2: whatever Big Mama's last one was. I mean, I can't. I can't remember. That was tough. Two thousand five or something. Stand ups when they stop doing stand up, that's the equivalent of a singer stop stopping singing. Yeah they don't have it that's their connection into the material and into the work mm-hmm. so when they stop and their jokes or their way of telling jokes becomes old or or no longer uh, the the current way of they, they, it it gets outgrown yeah right it's hard for them to get back oh, in and still have the potency that they had but- before You've got they've they've got to have a way of staying sharp. Look, Eddie's fantastic. I yeah. think Eddie's phenomenal in everything that I've seen him in, but I also can see Eddie working. And the thing that's kept Eddie sharp is he's been over doing music. Right. Instead of doing right. stand-up. He's been when he's not on screen, he's been over there doing music, dealing with his kids. Yeah. He's still funny as hell. That sharpness is still there in some respect. I think Martin's just taking a lot of time
4: off. Well, and it's you know it's interesting because even seeing Eddie Murphy back on uh, SNL, like there were there were scenes that he did, there were skits that he did that worked, and there were skits that did not that did not at all. And I was yeah, like, oh boy, he's it's a good thing it's he's, a muscle he's getting back into this yeah. and starting to flex it again. But that's,
1: it's, Martin Lawrence, uh, most recent thing he did apparently some sort of cameo in The Beach Bum, which yeah. I believe is a Matthew McConaughey film. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. as Captain whack okay
2: and then he had a tv series with
1: um well he had a he had a special he had a stand-up special in 2016 oh wow. did he? and okay. his last film role before that was in 2011 big mama's like father like son so he has not been working a ton
2: yeah but he'd done a he did, within the last five or six years he did a pilot with um what's his name fraser
1: is that um, partners really the, Frasier? So, the soul yeah. man untitled no. martin lawrence cbs sitcom I, <laughs> it never got a title it never got that far right. that one
2: no i got to either bt or you uh, uh you know one of the urban one of the black
1: Oh, it's um, it's uh, partners. Partners, an American sitcom starring Kelsey Grammer Kelsey and Martin Grammer. Lawrence yeah. on FX. Wow. 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 wow, yeah,
2: clearly one of the black channels. That,
1: got that, all wrong. that came all and went. Wrong. That came and went. Oh man, that came and went so fast that Jason couldn't even remember, what, couldn't remember what channel, uh, which, black channel which black was on. channel that was. FX, although huh? FX. Mm, never mind. Uh, there's right. a
4: lot of black comedy, so I'm going
1: to count that. I'm going to count that. <laughs> Their logo is black yeah, and white, and yellow, oh, <laughs> oh, and no. yellow. Uh, can we? Uh, oh, I shut say, up! I do
4: want to say, say one thing about this before. Yeah, no, well, now, let's into a rat, Let's
1: uh, final thoughts here. Um, like, I think this this
4: year, 2020, has a ton of. Things that we have dug out of the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. that we're, we're bringing back to, to the screen, right? Top Gun, Top Gun, uh, Bill and Ted, Ghostbusters. Uh, Ghostbusters, like all of that stuff. I think Bad Boys for Life has set a real high bar yeah. for the
1: rest of them to hit. I and I am so pleased to see that. Yeah. So, Kim, any final thoughts on Bad final Boys for Life? Is- we spent, By the way, we spent almost <laughs> an hour talking about this movie. That just tells you... That we just didn't can't disregard it. Yeah, it's, true. it's It's Very inevitable. True. I yeah. agree.
3: I think it's at a really high bar. I wanna watch it again because I feel like I was so excited about some of the scenes that I was still focused on those <laughs> scenes when other scenes were happening. Yeah, so yeah. I wanna go back and watch it again. But Definitely set a high bar. Who uh,
1: knew? Layers.
3: Layers. Who
1: knew? Yeah. Like an onion. J.K., Jason, E. Kelly. I
2: had a great time watching it. Um, Not 100% sure. Look, I just got back from Miami from a bachelor party last year. Uh And when they went into the club, I was like, those don't look like Miami females. They're a little too skinny. <laughs> okay, little too skinny. Of all Sorry, the criticism really, of all, all, the, the, of all the things are, to talk are, about, a yeah. little too
3: thin. Okay. I was like, mm, with with,
1: with your betrothed authentic. partner in yes, front of yes, you yes. here, but like
2: if she saw what I, if she was if I pointed it was it out, purely she'd agree.
1: An aesthetic thing, it's an aesthetic thing. Okay. she would
2: agree with what I'm saying if I pointed out. She'd be like, <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. There's not because mm, that don't look like what Miami looks like. Uh-huh. I mean, it the visually it is, but the club scene that looked like more and that looked more atlanta than it did uh, miami mm. and they did shoot a lot they, shot yeah, they did atlanta. shoot a lot in atlanta. Yeah. and i pick yeah, yeah, yeah. up on little details but yeah. i have a feeling that that was one of the clubs in atlanta and not in miami
1: wow
4: Specifics. I mean, <laughs> I also I also noticed that since I spend a lot of time in the clubs. Uh, so uh, that makes I, my sense to me. Is
2: giving in a, the club.
1: What I noticed in the club scene, I literally, I think, uh, I turn to my wife and go, I would never set foot in a place like that oh, in no. my life. Oh. They,
4: they wouldn't even let me in. Like if, if that ammo kid had, had tried to schm- schmooze talk uh, uh, those, yeah. uh, those bouncer ladies, they'd be like, sweetie, no, no, they no said, I love you, but he would have looked at you and said, in the line.
1: sir, deliveries are in the back. That's what they will say.
4: (laughs) I guess I'll just take it around the
1: market. Hey, uh, how fun it is that we talked about something that wasn't Marvel slash Star Wars, which, by the way,. Marvel was all the trailers were at the screening all I saw all
2: today. Of all, all of them, them. Yo, Morbius looks real good. I don't know.
3: I'm I disagree.
4: I think Morbius looking real bad. What? And you I, that I I did, good. and doubly so because they're like Sony's, like from the studio that brought you Spider-Man: yeah. Far yeah. From Home, Spider-Man: Spider-Man Homecoming. Homecoming. I'm like bullshit. That was Marvel, <laughs> and then also Venom, that movie that we did that should have been done 25 years ago. <laughs> but do. You-
2: um, do you see what they're doing, though? Because huh. I said this to Tia when, when I was watching. I went, oh, I see what Sony's doing. Yeah. They are back engineering a cinematic universe yep. for Spidey. Yep. yep. They're going to start 100%. with all of his villains. Yep. yep. And
1: then they're going to drop him in the middle of Which it, I think is when, when they him snag him stuff. back. Has been yeah. kind
4: of the plan, right? Because they, they've got a black cat in the works. They've got mm-hmm. a,
1: a silver sable, I silver, think, sable.
4: supposed to be silver working sable. on, too. Yep. Um, so, and then a second Venom coming out. So we'll mm-hmm. have Venom Carnage, Silver Sable, the vulture. Yep. Uh,
1: when I, I saw have the to vulture say, pop up in the trailer. Right, in the trailer, I the trailer. Went, oh, uh, this is what they're doing. I found zero of them that compelling or interesting. And even Black Widow now, I've seen that trailer a couple of times and it's like, oh, that could be fun. But I don't know I need to be there on opening week. Oh, and unless one no. of you guys say we're going to do a podcast, was, and then I'll go. There was a Birds of Prey trailer before I did not see that. Ours. Ours. Yeah. Uh, oh, I was d- the trailer up. I saw that I liked had nothing to do with the one non-Marvel trailer I saw is the Kumail Nanjiani and Issa Rae oh, uh, Lovebirds? action comedy Lovebirds oh, looks that strong. made oh, that me delightful. laugh. It's it high delightful. concept. Yeah. It looks dumb. Yeah. It looks kind of like Game Night looked. Game Night uh, meets Stuber? Yeah, there we go. (laughs) I didn't see that one. Um, Look that up. Okay. That looks
4: fun. Or date night. Maybe game night or date night. Maybe date night more than game night. Date night was uh, Tina Fey and um, no, uh, I'm saying it looks like
1: kind of game night where you know Jason a Bayman night goes yeah, yeah where night goes wrong. That's what and happened with date night too. They stole this couple's table and then they. I did not see date night. It's, it's well, cute. Can we have this conversation off the air? No. Chris? All right.
4: <laughs> How this dare could, you? It'll be a two-hour you know podcast. Know what? You uh, down my you. little just, impression. Just, it'll be like just pause right an here. and Go and watch 10. date night and game night, and then
1: circle back for the ending of the podcast. Note to self: I'm just going to do a little bit of a edit all that stuff out with Chris. Edit. Uh, The entire Will Smith impression from Jason. All right, now we're back. Hey, uh, (laughs) I'm too lazy to edit this thing. You You guys have listened to to it. Hey, thank you for joining us. Who knows what we'll be back for next time, but the next time we have a really interesting, uh, you know, big movie or... Whatever pop culture event might happen, who knows who'll be back in here again? So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Can I get everybody go around and tell people how they can find you if you want them to? If you want to be found,
4: I, mean, I love being found. It makes me so happy. Uh-huh. Uh, the McGann everywhere, M C G A
1: H A N. Yep. Do you want people to find you? I don't you? know
3: that I need to be found, but thank you for having me. <laughs>
1: you're, you're, uh, it has been you're a delight. A nonprofit.
3: You, but yes, you can find The Peg Effect uh, on IG.
1: And what is uh, the, the Peg, Peg Effect? The
3: Peg Effect is a nonprofit that really helps the homeless. Uh, we create goodie bag mobiles, and it's a hygiene care package for the homeless that you keep with you while you're on the go. Fantastic. You pass that out. So that is at The Peg Effect. We on will, IG,
1: we will put the the link in our description. Awesome. Thank you so much for that, Jason.
2: J. Kelly seventy two. Wherever you go on social medias, except for Twitter, because I canceled that shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good man. I did. You're a stronger man than term. I. Down to two. I just stopped looking at it. Uh, I just... I can't yeah, I don't even know that I can log into my Twitter anymore. It yeah. still
4: exists. If you want to tag me in things, and yeah. I'll get notifications about Says, it, well, but I yeah, don't log yeah, into just it. let it go.
1: <laughs> hey, and I am... Uh, yeah, you know where to find me. I, uh, the Larry Morgan on Instagram is probably the best place to go where you can see uh, dumb pictures of things. Uh, that's it. Guys, thank you so much for Woo! snarking with me thank about you. bad boys for life.
4: Good men for life. Oh, I had so many jokes about prequels. We slide together. We die together. We when yeah. they're little kids. Keep them going. I'm still recording. Uh, 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 you know when this they get this will not s- fade out. At when, this they, point. when they get into skateboarding, it's uh, you know Don't we be. shred together, we dead together. Keep them coming. Man. When uh, when they're they're in grade school, everybody's still like, we're,
1: like
4: they're growing fruit, and they're like it's ripe together. We die together. <laughs> we shoot together. We put
1: together. Yeah.